Welcome to the SBCA Podcast Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Welcome, everyone. On today's podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, which is celebrating its 40th anniversary this year, we are going to talk about money. SPCA recently released its Financial Management Concepts Training Program. It's an educational program targeted towards component manufacturers to help them better understand their financials, accounting systems, and costing in custom manufacturing environments. It's free to SBCA members, and joining me to talk about it is the creator of that training program, Kendall Hoyd, owner of the Sharpen Group. Kendall, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Sean. Thank you. Super excited to be here. I'm happy to talk about this new program with you today. Excellent. Well, Kendall, I can attest that of all the people in the world who could create this program, you are by far the most perfect candidate. I'm hoping we can start today by having you briefly share your journey in both the financial management and component manufacturing industry so all the listeners can sort of arrive at the same conclusion I have. Well, I I will happily walk you through my uh, background in both areas. I think I'm going to tell a little story first that illustrates it pretty clearly. And that is when I was interviewing with the private equity firm that owned Trustway for that CFO job, I was sitting in a boardroom with a room full of financial and money types that work for that private equity firm interviewing for the role. They asked me why I thought I was qualified. I said, well, I think that in all the world, you'll probably only be able to find one person who has built both trusses and option pricing models. And that person is me for so by some strange confluence of, you know, of interests and happenstance over the course of my career. I spent part of it really geeked out on finance and deeply immersed in the, uh, in the concepts around financial analysis and financial management. But I spent as much time running a component plant and trying to, uh, trying to make payroll and trying to win jobs and, you know, make a living manufacturing components. So I have kind of a unique background in both areas, I think. So just some, some of the highlights in my financial background. I have a finance degree from Boise State University. I'm a chartered financial analyst. I once had a CPA license. It's now inactive. I had for a number of years of not actually practicing as an accountant. I have 10 years as CFO of private equity owned companies in the residential construction space, including five years as CFO of Trustway and another decade uh, working as a financial analyst and a strategic planner at a large publicly traded construction company. And then finally, I taught finance courses um, at a couple of Southwestern Idaho universities um, over the course of, you know, the early part of my career. Like I said, super geeked out on finance when I was, especially in the first 10 or 12 years of my career. And I I really, I pursued knowledge of the the area of financial analysis with great vigor (laughs) at that time. And so consequently, I built up quite a repertoire, I guess, of, of concepts that I can apply in a financial management setting. Component manufacturing, another big part of my background. So about in the late 90s, I became general manager, eventually CEO and part owner of Interframe. We were a roof floor, a roof and floor truss manufacturer, a wall panel manufacturer. You know, we grew that business from about $5 million to about $25 million in the early 2000s. 
uh, before I, you know, I closed it in 2009 when I went to work for Trustway. Member of the uh, Structural Building Component Association board. I've been on the executive committee and I've been a past president. I am a past president of the uh, SBCA as well. Well, Kendall, given all you've experienced, why do you feel it was important to develop this industry-specific financial management course for component manufacturers? Well, the, the vast majority of component manufacturers are small businesses. And because of that, you know, they, they don't have budgets for a lot of financial management staff. They typically don't have CFOs, certainly don't have financial analysts on staff um, to help them interpret what their uh, financial statements or their operating data are telling them. And so I thought, you know, it would be helpful and possibly of some value to the industry to provide some overall insight into how to apply some fairly sophisticated analytical tools in a business that's, uh, you know, even though it's a small business, the microeconomics of the component manufacturing business are actually fairly non-intuitive and fairly complicated. And so because of that, I thought maybe we could provide something valuable. Great. Okay. So Kendall, can you give our listeners maybe an example or two of, you know, that complexity, how component manufacturers today may be missing an opportunity by not digging into their financials the way you're recommending in this training program? Well, I think that there's, there's a couple of really important concepts in the program um, that we try to build on. And the first of them is the idea of opportunity cost and that, you know, there's a difference between being profitable and economically profitable. And so we want to make sure that uh, we provide company analytical framework that component manufacturers t- can use and, uh, and understand whether their financial results are actually yielding them what we would call an economic profit, which you take the program. One of the things that you learn is that economic profit means you're making more money on your investment in your component plant as much or more as you could have on a, you know, on a different investment with a similar risk. If you, that's, that's called being economically profitable. You could be making money and not be economically profitable if your return on investment isn't equal to, you know, to something that it could have earned, you know, like I said, on an investment of similar risk. So that, that's a key concept. Is it not okay just to make money, but really in order for it to be a value creating proposition for an owner, you have to make enough money to be economically profit. If I could put that in a different context, I mean, are you really saying that like if a component manufacturer delved into that and they could be making more money with their money doing something else, then they're not doing a very good job at component manufacturing in that time, in that time period, right? I would say they're not doing a very good job of managing their finances at least. Yeah. The, the, the fact of the matter is if you're operating your component plant, your, the income that you're generating on the investment that you made in it, you know, that, that has a certain, has to reach a certain level in order for you to be better off. All right. Continue. And the other key concept that we spend quite a lot of time on in the program is complexity of manufacturing work and how to, how to price it. I think there um, are a lot of pricing models out there and some of the ones that I've seen, you know, quite a number of them have biases built into them. They underprice certain types of work. They overprice other types of work. One thing we know um, we can rest assured of is that any type of work that our pricing model has a tendency to overprice, we're not going to get very much of it. And any kind of work that our pricing model tends to underprice, we're going to get a lot of it. And so... It's really critical to make sure that you price complexity the right way when you're bidding new jobs. Complexity is a critical factor for a component manufacturer because 
additional complexity reduces the plant's physical capacity for throughput. This has profound implications for what the right price of a job is. So, Kendall, along those lines, if, if somebody goes to this program, they're going to be introduced to that concept and they'll, they'll sort of understand how to avoid making those pricing mistakes in the future. That's the hope. I wouldn't say we laid out a pricing model, but we laid out a pricing concept, which clearly illustrates what a component manufacturer is actually selling when they provide component manufacturing product and the services that go into manufacturing components to their customers. Again, the, op- the concept of opportunity cost comes into play here. Every time you're doing a job, chances are at that same time, you could have been doing another job. And if you aren't good at making sure that the prices of those two jobs are um, both provide a successful outcome for you, then you're probably going to end up with the more of the jobs that, that uh, don't provide as much economic profit. Kendall, I'm curious. I mean, these are, these are some very important concepts. Who is this training program developed for? Is it just the owner or the person who does the company's books? Who, who benefits from the knowledge of this program? First of all, let me say that the program ended up being over twice as long <laughs> as I originally envisioned. Part of that is because as we were going through creating it, I was really mindful of trying to put something in the program for virtually everyone. So there's introductory material that if you don't know anything at all about financial accounting or financial statements or how basic financial management works, we're going to introduce that to you in a way that I think is pretty accessible um, because it's all couched in the framework of a, of a component manufacturing operation. There is uh, quite a bit of information in there about, you know, kind of like what we just talked about, about the microeconomics of a trust plan, the cost and the opportunity cost of complexity and how to come up with a pricing framework that will co- compensate you for taking on, you know, complex work that reduces the capacity of your plant. And then finally, in the last financial analysis section, we tried to put in some tools that even if, you know, your financial person who works at a component plant and, or you have a financial person that works at your component plant, who's experienced and capable, we put in some pretty advanced tools in that last section that, you know, even an experienced person might find valuable to add to their toolkit. Okay. So finally, as I mentioned in the introduction, this program is free to SBCA members. Free does not mean not valuable in this particular case. So I'm curious, since there's no additional cost to a member other than the time commitment to go through and listen to all the stuff that you've pulled together for them, what would you say is the return on investment for that time commitment? Well, I I would say that it's extraordinary. (laughs) You know, even if you apply a a healthy hourly rate to those, to the five hours or so that it takes to go through the program as your opportunity cost of having, of sitting down and, and spending the time on it, even a, uh, if you can improve your financial management of a five or $10 million organization by even 1%, it's going to pay for itself really fast. And I guess I feel like we put enough valuable tools and information in there to improve most organizations' financial management by more than 1%. Excellent. Well, Kendall, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Sean. It's great to talk to you. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also, consider subscribing to SBCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way, you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. 
If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com. 